You need to get around people who already believe in the vision and see the same thing that you see potentially. Even if y'all not going down the same exact path, they just know it's something down that river. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Are y'all ready? All right, I need y'all to follow me real quick. All right. All right. And now I want to bring to the stage some people I have a whole lot of respect for. First and foremost is one of the most influential people in Atlanta. One of the biggest trainers in Atlanta. Has the biggest gym in Atlanta. Mr. Jason Lobdell. Walk. Come Somebody I've known for about almost 20 years now. I watched him broke. I watched him up. I've seen it go down. And I've seen him triple his income. Let's go, Mr. Justin Owens. Have you not said All right, all right. Justin, I, we need to see you, Justin. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. I got my brother, listen. He has literally helped me double my income this year. Strong. Social media giants. Not only has he been successful, he's helping so many other people successful. Mr. Nehemiah Davis. I have single-handedly seen this man take a whole bunch of black people and put them in an industry. I've never seen anything like this before. When we used to, like, driving down the road, you would see these trucks. You see trucks. You see trucks. You never associated with the owner looking like one of us. But he's literally made millions. Not listen, he's made so much money in the trucking industry himself, but he's had so many students that are building as well. He's creating success. So one thing to be successful, another thing to create success and disrupt an industry. Mr. Alex, good energy. Let's go. You gotta let that, you gotta let that ride a little bit. Yes, yeah. sir. All right, all right. Love y'all. All right. We got one more. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need a moment of silence for this one. I need a moment of silence for this one. And I need everybody's cameras up with the lights on. Cameras up with the lights on. Cameras up with the lights on. Because I'm about to bring to the stage the reason we all here. A monumental giant. Not only a coach, but he's a practitioner in this thing. He's not only created success for himself, but he's creating success for generations. He's helping hey, so hey, many man, people disrupt the industry. I need y'all to erupt. Put your hands together for Mr. Marcus. Marcus! 
three meals, four cribs, ten cars, epidemic hit, the corona left no jobs, rap, didn't say well, all them rich meals, and they fuss sale, how they kept, didn't do well, no, I'm good, I'm like, oh well. Have a seat, gentlemen, have a seat, have a seat, have a seat. All right, all right. Y'all all right? Yes, sir. Y'all yes, good? Bless, bless. Cool, cool, it's about to get good. All right, man, uh, first off, Come on, man, with all the jewelry. We're here. It's Alex. <laughs> 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 she don't know which one it is. I need to give me a chain. Uh, is it, hold on. Is that why I'm not in the Circle of CEOs? Do I need one? That ain't it. To be a part? Brandon, Brandon is, 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 is Circle CEO now. All right. I think I'm going to get me a chain. Hey, look, man, we're about to get into this conversation, man. I think what you guys are doing is phenomenal. And... Um, I think the first question is, how did this come about? You know what I mean? I know the story, because some people think it's, you know, like some, some R&B groups, they were put together. Like right. Drew Hill, it wasn't like those organic. <laughs> they came together like that. Right. So how do we get the circle of CEOs going? Me and Jason was friends first. Me and Jason were friends, uh, what, 19 years now? Better to tell them walking the spot, you know, making $7 an hour. You know what I'm saying? And we just became best friends since day one. And, uh... I met, the second person I met was Marcus at the uh, Masters of the Game with E.T. What's Masters of the Game? It's a, um, it was a group of people that uh, E.T. and C.J. handpicked all across the country, uh, 20 or so entrepreneurs that have mastered their game. Right. And he put us all in the room, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And, um, you know, I always tell people all the time about how important it is to get in the room. And that's how I met four of the five of the CEOs. Him at the conference, uh, I met him at the Philly conference, E.T. again. And then uh, I met him through uh, Jason at another networking event. And so we were in the Masters of the Game. And we was the Masters of the Game as well. So, oh, so y'all were, so were in the room. Y'all connected. This is yeah. magical. Much like what's going on here. Just Absolutely. It was a room just like this. Just like this. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was really organic, though. You know what I'm saying? How we all kind of got together for the circuit CEOs. Literally just a lunch. We literally uh, went to Pasha in Atlanta. One day, and uh, I think it was three of us. It was me, you, and Marcus, right? Yep. And then uh, I think Marcus told Neil to pull up, and then Justin like called us randomly. Like, what y'all doing? Y'all at lunch? I'm about to pull up too. So him literally making that call, like, "Yo, I'm about to pull up on lunch with y'all," and we just had a, such an amazing conversation that day. It was a it was a powerful conversation, and the shooter came, and we filmed our first video, and it went viral. Gotcha, gotcha. And at that point, we was like, "Yo, let's let's go ahead and uh." Put this together. For sure. Yeah. So can somebody tell me what the Circle of CEOs is, actually? Go, yeah. Marcus. <laughs> it was a lunch date. <laughs> <laughs> let me say, no. let me say, let me say how we really had to come, we had to come up with a name. So as many of y'all saw, we went to Kroger one day and um decided to give back to the community. You was there. Um and all the reporters and things of that nature, they just kept saying, so who are you guys? Who are you guys? Yeah. And we were just like, Marcus, <laughs> we just started naming each other. They was like, y'all ain't got no name, y'all. It was just too many names. It was like, yeah. Yeah. it was annoying, like trying to give five names. That's really why we had to just make it a thing because of CNN and everybody else, like, who are y'all? So we was like, all right, we gotta come up with a name. Hey, tell them what the original name you want to call us. Uh, what is the CEO cartel. CEO cartel. CEO cartel. <laughs> you can't well, look, that one. That is, that is... Look, he was trying to like roll well, with I it. I threw it out. And then I was like, 
but we kind of did. All right, so let me tell. I gotta tell you real quick. I know where that name came from. Okay. <laughs> so me, Justin, yep. Maddie J, shout out Maddie J, and Coriel, we were putting together like a mastermind. It was called CEO Cartel. That's where I got that from. I feel so bad. Hey, but I did. I did make up the name though. <laughs> yeah. I did make up the cartel name. And we go. And we go. And we go. But be I told real you, Dave is telling one hundred percent truth. We was going with it, and Justin said, "But I." I think we probably should clear that with like Natty J. Um, <laughs> he may have bought the domain. Yeah. <laughs> Dave got the domain. And we called Natty J and Maddie was like, no, <laughs> I, I got the domain and I used it. And I used the LLC. Yeah. So yeah. we couldn't use it. Uh, but with the circle of CEOs is that a lot of times it's just like everybody that's in this room. We was just getting together masterminding. Everybody could add so much value to each other. And then just camaraderie about being around people that's that's striving and building a business and building everybody building empires. We was really just masterminding and and hanging out with each other. It was it, that's really what it was about because like me me and uh, Jason both married Neil married right. We spend a lot of time in our business and with our wives, but we don't really get that the the brotherly love to just hang out and just shoot the breeze and talk about business, talk about life, talk about relationships. We don't get that. So that's really what we was really doing with the masterminds. It became CEO Circle once we put the name to it because then uh, uh, we started putting actionable plans that we wanted to do. So as we started building out and what we wanted to do, building out plans and everything that we was going to do, it, it turned into the CEO Circle. And now we have like, you know, we got a conference coming up um, June 19th. And that's where it came from. But originally it just came from us building and just, you know, being each other's accountability partners in life and everything like that, just really having that camaraderie amongst each other. And, and Neo, I, I, I call Neo the conductor, man. Uh, he moved to Atlanta from Philly and really just started putting on all type of events. And I don't know if it was, there was no agenda. He's like, yo, I'm just going to rent out the bowling alley. And he didn't ask nobody for no money. In my head, I'm like, all right, I got something. I got a little something on it. I mean, he just, yo, everybody just, just come on out. And then we, we did this thing where we, uh, we still play. Every Wednesday, we play basketball. And he just brings people together. Like, what's the importance behind it? Why, why do you do that so often? I just like having fun. Like, my life is just fun. Like, every day I wake up, I get to do whatever. There's no strategy. There's no philosophy behind it. No, there wasn't no logic. I just like to get around uh, people who are, you know, going places. And I think it's a lot of synergy in the room. Like, this is why this conference is so important. You get to be around people who are thinking like you. Most people, you go home, they can't understand why you would go to Miami and be around other like-minded people who also invested in themselves. So I'm always conscious about who I'm around because it's important. Like, whoever you surround yourself with, you're going to become that. So I like to... Yeah. I like to put rooms together. I like to put rooms together where we can add value to one another and help people get to the next level. Someone said it backstage yesterday. I forgot. I don't know if it was Rashad. Someone said it. Maddie... But conversations change compensation. Yeah. Like, the people you're talking to, they're going to be directly correlated with the paper you make. Right. Everybody I talk to every day, they're all getting to it. They're all making it happen. Why? I, I choose that. So you got to choose who you talk to, right? And as Justin always say, whatever you tune into, you turn into. So I'm very conscious of who I'm constantly around. But I like bringing people around because I just see a lot of great things happen when we do that. But what about the person that... They are, they're here in this room, but they're going to go back to their city and they don't have the right, um, 
it's not the right environment, right? Their friends aren't on the same path as them. Would you advise them to take the information and then give it to their five friends who aren't on the same path? Or do you find a whole nother group? Or what's the philosophy? Yeah, so it's two things. Um, you, can create, you can create your own group in your city. Create this group with people who want to get to, like everyone in this room should go back, start your little mini group of people who, hey, I'm hosting this event, come through. We're just going to mastermind and build. You come, you come. If you don't, you don't. But most people are going to miss out on the opportunity because it's not a paycheck tied to it. I tell people all the time, most people miss out on opportunities because there's no paycheck tied to the opportunity. So you got to, one, start your own room, and then you got to be going to events like these, joining communities like this, constantly doing this because it's going to make you better. So, so yeah. Josh, I'm add a bar to that. I'm sorry? I'm going to add a bar to that. Um, the crazy thing is, yeah, we had that first mastermind at Pasha, but originally we did the same thing y'all did. We, got a, we booked a ticket, booked a hotel. We went to 10X conference. And outside of the conference, I don't know who I did it was, but we had a mastermind. That's the first time I met Marcus. Yeah, first time I met Neil. First time I met Josh. First time I met all these guys. So before we had the actual sit down, we went, seek information, got together. Same thing we telling y'all to do. This is exactly how we came about. We went to somebody else's conference. We was way in the back somewhere sitting down, but we saw each other and we was like, yo, let's link the night, let's talk. And we just started building from there. So it's, it's power and proximity, like you said. Like, if you in the room, you don't have to, people don't have to look like you, you know what I'm saying? Go find somebody that works like you. Go find somebody that thinks like you. You know, so we so caught up in what this person got on or his swag ain't like mine or he from a different, he talk different. None of that matters when you're talking about business and sharpening your tools. You know what I'm saying? So one thing. I want to say one more thing, too. Oh, let me yeah, get, let me get Marcus. Um, that was good. That was good. I'm going to tell y'all the actionable steps y'all going to take is that right now all it takes is for a post in the, in the Facebook group that we all belong in, right? We're all a part. Everybody in here is a part of the Facebook group. Start dropping what state you're from. Because when you build your group of five, don't build it off of popularity. Don't build it off of where you're comfortable at. Build it off of people who are trying to get to the destination because a lot of times people make the mistake and they try to take people with them that somewhere they haven't been yet and they don't believe, right? The worst thing you want is people on, on your, trying to put people on a boat that they're trying to get off of, right? So they putting holes in the boat trying to get out and they're going to sink the boat. So what you want to do is realize that you haven't been somewhere so you can't tell somebody how to get there. and People can't believe and see your vision and dream. You need to get around people who already believe in the vision and see the same thing that you see potentially. Even if you're not going down the same exact path, they just know it's something down that river. Right. And if they believe it's something down that river and you believe it's something down that river, then damn it. Now you got somebody who's going to roll and, and push the boat with you versus you telling your friends that don't believe, hey, I know we can be successful as entrepreneurs and this, that and the third. And they're like, well, you ain't did it yet. Understand. They don't believe because you have to come back and show them proof later. You don't lose, you're not losing love or losing friendships, but understand you got to leave people where they at and go do what you need to do. Then you can send a life raft back. So, so Josh, I wanted to ask you, based on what Marcus said, you wouldn't advise somebody to be the savior of their friends, to be the one inspiring and motivating the group of people who aren't inspired because that's their circle. Yeah. I think it depends, right? Uh, I, I was always told, you know, you, you change the people you're around or you change the people you're around. And oh. so you, that Say really that bar goes again. both ways. Say that bar again. I don't did, change did we write the that down? They might have missed mm. that. Got that? Yeah, change the people you're around or you change the people you're around. And so 
what I've done is everything's organic. And I think you just, you, you be yourself and you do you. Um, sometimes there, it's necessary to, to take a season of separation from people. I, I call it taking a vacation from people. Where it's just like, you know what, I still love you, you're my friend, but I may have to disconnect from you for a little while. But I, it, it's almost like a party, right? Like if somebody's like, oh, my, my party, the party was lame. I'm like, yeah, but you was there too, right? So, <laughs> add it to the lameness. So you kind of add it to the lameness. So if you're like, in my city, nobody wants to do this. Well, you live there too. So maybe, maybe you could change something that you could bring something together. Because listen, Atlanta, we've all been here, but you look at it, there's been a shift over the last probably 18 to 24 months but a lot of the people have been in the city. And so what it means is you probably have people like this in your city. You just got to connect with them. You got to come to the events, tune into the people that are tuning into the right information. And then, yeah, like I said, if they don't, if they don't change, then you change the people around you. But uh, like Marcus said, sometimes what people are trying to do is they're trying to just go to somebody that's like at the top already. It was like, you know, and let's just say, for instance, you're at the top. I'm DMing you. Hey, Dave, we got to get together. I'm like, well, you know, maybe. <laughs> right. But... No, my, one of my mentors. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. He was like, we've all been told that you're the average of your five closest friends. So he said, what you got to think about is if, if somebody's at a high level of income, why would they want you to be in that five? Because by default, by them associating with you, their value goes down. So it works for the positive but also works for the negative unless you can provide some value. And so what I've learned to do is just, Hey, I stay in my circle. I grow myself. I improve myself. And then when the time is right, those opportunities will present themselves. I love it. Alex. Yeah. That, was, that was good. That was good. I want to know the, um, the effect of social media. Cause I would imagine that obviously y'all went to that conference, right? Yeah. Did you guys see each other's content, like stuff that you're posting before you actually connected or did it go the other way around? Nope. No? Nah, um, I think that we uh, we was familiar with each other. You know, like the entrepreneur circle, we know what everybody doing. How are you familiar? How do you get familiar with somebody? Well, Jason put me on to Justin, you know what I'm saying, a while back. How did you meet Justin? 
I met Justin. No, I'm talking about Jason. How'd you meet Justin? I've been knowing Justin since he was a was kid, kid, really. Like, really? Him and my yeah, wife go yeah, to the same I, Kingdom Hall. Yeah. Gotcha. I want to say something too, though. So he put me on to Justin. I started following Justin. Justin didn't follow me back at first, right? I was I started making a little bit of noise. He then followed me. After watching me for a minute, I'll never forget he DM'd me. He's like, yo, bro, I just want to introduce myself to you. I see you out here moving and shaking. I don't know, you know, I do something different than you, but I don't know if we could just link up and just see if there's any synergy in it, any synergy there. And I was like, yo, you know what? Let's do that. So we met, he came to my office in Buckhead and it was no intention, like no like predetermined of what we were going to accomplish. We just knew we needed to be in the room together and let's just talk. Tell me what you do. I'll tell you what I got going on. And let's just see if there's any value that could be, be exchanged. And, that, and we've been friends ever since. You know what I'm saying? So I, the, the crazy thing is I've seen, I think I saw y'all kind of in the same way. Like you meet somebody before you meet them in person, and you kind of see what they got going on, right? So you probably saw his page. was like, yo, this is pretty cool. Let me follow. Right? Or like I know, um, Neo, you you really move through these social media streets in terms of adding value. For somebody who just doesn't understand how to create content or how to brand themselves online, what would it, what would be some advice you would give them for where they're at right now? Yeah, I mean, just add value, really. Uh, I think something that Marcus and I stand on is just value content. But now, if you're good at something, start sharing as much free value as possible so they can begin to associate you with that person who adds value and as an expert in the marketplace. So start posting. You said you said some great keys up here about posting multiple times a day using those three different posting strategies. So that was, that was a, a major key that I would suggest. But I would really say start adding value, start putting up pictures, start putting up videos and just giving everything you know away for free. And then also what I do is similar, just how can I add value? If I know you got something going on, I'm trying to see how I can compliment what you got going on, and I don't want nothing in return. There's no ulterior to move. Let me just see how I can add value. I, and I see and the universe of, is going to pay you. I see a lot of y'all do this too, and this is a question for me personally. In terms of the lifestyle marketing, you know what I mean? Can somebody give me the philosophy behind that? Because I was, I was really I going to just get on a plane just because... I don't know if it works. What is it? Like, somebody talk, so talk, talk to me about, Marcus, this lifestyle marketing. You can't hide the money. Can't hide the money. Can't hide the money. Can't hide the money. Listen. I'll be hiding the money a little bit. I mean, I ain't got, you know. (laughs) Nah, but this is is what happened is that it's a misconception of lifestyle marketing and somebody who reaches their dreams. It's as growing up in a community of certain things that we want and certain things that we desire, right? And as you reach different pinnacles, you start to, your, your, your taste buds start to change, right? If somebody only ate pork chops, they would assume that it tastes like steak until you eat a ribeye. You don't know the difference, right? It's the same thing that goes on as we start building businesses and we start making money. The things that we've seen as kids, we, they say make a vision board and put everything that you desire on that vision board. When it comes to fruition, people say, oh, that's lifestyle marketing. And to me, it's, it's accomplishing my goals and my dreams and what I set out to do the things that I aspired that I wanted to have, right? Nobody says, nobody, I don't, I guarantee on nobody's vision board does they have a quote of, I'm going to get rich and, 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 and only buy black people's t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not there. It's the house, 
it's the, it's the business that they want. It's going to be something financial. It's going to be something spiritual, health-wise. Everything is going to be there. What happens is, is that live the life that you want to live. Everybody doesn't want flashy cars. But I tell people, if you do, I came to Miami three years ago and rented a Ferrari. And when I posted the picture of the Ferrari, I said, what's your dream car? My dream car is a Wraith. I didn't have a Wraith at the time. I couldn't afford a rape, but I could afford to come to Miami, have a good time and rent a car and see what that experience was like. And so when I started getting in the thing, I like cars. So I started renting cars, driving nice cars and building my business. Right. As I'm building my business, once I got to a position to be able to buy a rape, I went and bought my dream car. So you didn't use it as a strategy to attract people. It was just a snapshot in your life where you're at right now. The thing is this, right, is that. The lifestyle is that we all want, everybody wants to live a certain life. Everybody, people are attracted to a certain lifestyle. I'll tell you this is that. Nobody's going, nobody's going to go. If you see a homeless person on, and, and they give you advice, you're not taking it as, as solid advice. You're not going to go live by it, right? But they could have came and said the same thing Mayweather said yesterday, and you'd have been like, well, man, I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? But because he's reached a certain level of success, it's different. And a lot of times people want to give people advice. And it's like, yo, if we both live in an apartment and we both waiting on, on, on this, this STEMI check to hit, what we in the same boat running the same race. So sometimes it's like, listen, I'm willing to go and chase my dreams. Are you willing to go? I'm willing to accomplish my dreams. The same ones that you have, I'm willing to go. So some people, if you go rent a car in Miami, imagine it's people that can rent a car in Miami, but they won't get on the plane to go to Miami. They won't be like, okay, I'm going to rent it, right? Because it's like, oh, man, it's faking and frauding or this, that, and third. But inside, they want to do it. They want to have that fun. They want to know what it's like to pull up and get out and valet. And it's a different experience, right? So it's the life that you want to live. Some people want to tie you made a shirt that said, I want to tie the hundred, make a million, tie the million. Make a million, save, save a million, tie the million. Boom. Imagine that if somebody goes and, and they taking pictures and they say, yo, I'm tied, I'm, I, I tied a hundred thousand to my church today, right? Somebody's going to say, man, you should do that in quiet. If you're really getting it, you should do it. You should do it on the low. <laughs> this, because I'm telling you, it's an issue with lifestyle marketing that people get like turned off and think that it's negative. But how is it negative to do the things that you want to do? How is it? It's always some kind of negative to something. So my reason being with the lifestyle, what I'm saying is that fuck what people talk about. Right? <laughs> Live, do what you want to do. Right? They'll tell you X, Y, and Z. Do what you want to do. Be who you want to be. And if you want to drive nice cars, go do that. Go to, go to somewhere and rent it before you can buy it. Once you can afford to buy it, then buy it. And then what you do is like, it's people out there that desire and want to live the same life that you want to live. So when you come to marketing, it's your marketing, your lifestyle. Lifestyle marketing is marketing you. If you go to church every day, then that's your lifestyle marketing. You're going to go to church every day. If you're going to market a, a flashy lifestyle, private jets and cars, because that's what you want to do, there's a market of people who get attracted by that. If you want to go out and only support black businesses, there's a market for that. So your lifestyle marketing is living what you really believe and finding that audience when it comes to it. So... When, when it comes to, um, I guess, and I'd love to hear from everybody, man. Um, I guess starting with you, Just. When you go to post something, what's going through your head? Is it, let me show these people that it's possible. Let me show what I'm doing. Am I posting it because it's an accomplishment? I just want to share it with the world. 
So I, I, I want to go through the rest of you all. When you're about to post, what is going through your head? Uh, two things. Like, uh, I need to get your attention, and then I got to educate you at the same time. And at the beginning, it wasn't natural for me to post at all. So I had this thing on Sundays where I would pay my, my bills for the week every Sunday. So I didn't have to be thinking about it. This was like years ago. So before I could get good at like posting consistently, I used to literally have to plan out every post on Sunday. So Sunday, I'm like, what am I posting on Monday? What am I posting on Tuesday? What am I posting on Wednesday? And I got in the habit of like doing that consistently over and over and over again. So now when I start posting, it's like, all right, cool. I got to have something that, you know, can attract people. Maybe I throw on some of my personality. I throw on some of business acumen or an accomplishment or something like that. And then I got to throw on some education uh, to them because I want everything to be teaching people in some shape, form or fashion uh, when it comes to, uh, to my business. But, you know. And why are you teaching? Um, Cause I just try to help the next person because I think we live in a special time. Like our parents didn't have this. We didn't even have this when we was kids. To be able to learn from other people. I was just in a bubble. Like, you know, I built my business when I first started. I had to go to gas stations and talk to people and walk them to them in the mall. Now I can do it on social media by posting a nice picture, a nice video. And now they come to you. So it's like, it's, it's like, I gotta be able to show people that, hey, what I'm doing, you can do too. If you learn this stuff, you apply these principles, then you can grow too. So I'm trying to get their attention but also educate them or entertain them in every post. Gotcha. Alex. Man, man yo, mentors are so important, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I got some of the best advice I got was um, when I met CJ, man, 2018. <clears throat> he looked at my page and he was like, I'm going through your page and it's, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's like 50% lifestyle, 50% trucking. So, okay, cool. He was like, yo, I need you to do 90% trucking, 10% lifestyle. So 90% trucking, 10% mm -hmm. lifestyle. That's what he told me to do. So I was like, okay, that's, that doesn't sound fun, but whatever, right? And um, I started. But it's doing not that. a toy; it's a tool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I started doing that, right? And um, I was just being transparent, man. Like I love being transparent on social media and just showing like behind the scenes what I had going on. You gotta remember, like when I had 2015, when I was really starting to get heavy on there, wasn't nobody talking about trucks. It wasn't really cool. But um, I just enjoyed showing like behind the scenes of an industry that a lot of people didn't know about. You know what and saying? real quick, I'm sorry, can we give him his flowers real quick? Because literally, how many black people got trucks now? Or like, the possibilities? That's major. It's like history book stuff. I'm sorry, go ahead. Appreciate that. Real <laughs> 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 Nah, for sure. But I'm, you know, I ain't going to take too long, but it's funny because I had ups and downs with trucking, right? And I showed the entire journey, even before I started consulting. I was just showing my journey when I got the first one. When I got the third one, when I lost like a few of them to accidents, when I lost drivers, when I had to revamp my company, like I just showed the whole process. And it's so funny because I realized that the, the, the reason that the consultation and my courses are so successful is because people literally go back on your page. Like I, you ever see somebody like a, a pic from five years mm -hmm. ago? Like, it's like weird as hell. Like, yo, why are you like a pic from five years ago? But what I realized is, yo, people are really doing their they homework on you. You know what I'm saying? And um, yo, just um, making sure, like, if you look at my page now, you'll see like a revamp. You'll see like, it's like a whole new page right now. Yeah. And I just decided, man, since, you know, they, they blew me up, man. The people like really blew good energy up. So I just decided in 2021, I'm just gonna give y'all game on game on game. So if you go to my page, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I recorded over a hundred videos, literally a hundred videos. of just giving y'all nothing but game on the industry. And um, it's been you connected. said you, you recorded and posted, or you like you no. batch? No, I flew my camera crew, right? My marketing team, they're from Australia. 
I flew in the camera guy. He spent a week with me at my house. And I just, I just filmed for an entire week. I got enough videos to post for the rest of this year. This is, I'm just giving y'all a game. And I tell people all the time, if you feel like you're giving away too much game, um, you might not know enough. Mm. <laughs> Boy. What's up? You might not know enough, you know what I'm saying? So I just felt like, if you see, if you go on my highlights, if you see how much stuff I give away, I always joke and say, imagine what's in the uh, paid course. Yes, you know what I'm <laughs> so nah, just just value, man. I'm just here to serve, man. 100%. I'm here to serve on Instagram. Now, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say one thing too. Oh, go ahead. Y'all clap for him. Y'all clap it up. <laughs> clap it up. Yeah. Thank y'all. I want to say something too. What you were saying is, how many people in here like y'all know y'all gonna be successful? Like, no. No, no, I weak. no. I don't believe it. I think this side said so they know they're gonna be yeah, successful. Yeah, this side was a little here. shaky. Right? <laughs> if Can you know you're gonna be successful. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. If, if you know you're going to be successful, if y'all go back through everybody's page, you're going to see a storyline. And so what I was doing, like when I was broke, like if y'all go way to the beginning, I got this picture. I'm like in a a, a spa and it's like black, bad. I'm dark skin in the certain in the shadows. And I thought that was relaxation. I thought that was lifestyle marketing, <laughs> but it's there because now, like Alex said, you can see like the transition. And so what I was doing, even when I had no money, I was like, I'm writing this story. So when y'all go back, Y'all gonna see that this whole thing is real. And so some people are worried about starting where you are, but you gotta like, you gotta say, this is like chapter one. And then chapter two is when I make six figures. And then chapter three is when I make six figures a month. And chapter four is when I make, y'all get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you gotta start documenting that process now. Like, you know, you're gonna be successful. Yes, 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 yes. This is two weeks out when you're posting, when you're <laughs> about to give your audience something. What's going through your head? Um, but for one, I don't post a lot. Your stories be lit, though. Right. My stories Story are like little kid, polka bro. dots. You're going to get from when I wake up, you're going to get every hour of the day in my stories. Um, so you think you use stories more than the feed, the actual? Yes, absolutely. I've right. been on Instagram five years. I got like 400 pictures. I was just telling him yesterday, like, damn, boy, you got 5,000 pictures on your Instagram. 2,800, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we different. But I'll say this. Um, and I use Alex as an example again. I'm a true believer in building my business page. So yeah, I don't post a lot on my personal page, but my business page is posting every three hours. My business page has a half a million followers. I spend $10,000 a month on ads for my business page. You get what I'm saying? And in doing so, like, it's a lot of things in social media that a lot of people don't know. Like, you guys might have a business, but your business page might not be a business page. Like, I had to literally tell Alex, like, yo, bro, turn your page into a business page. Why? So you can run ads. Alex had 4,000 followers at one point, but he had videos with 100,000 views. Mm. How? Because he got the right information and he learned how to do it. So we mm. feed our posts and things of that nature. But that's, those are the things that I do on my business page. So my business page is popping. You're going to see us on the shade room once a week, no matter what. You're going to see us on Ball Alert, Hollywood Unlocked. You're going to see me everywhere but it's not a job for me on my personal page. On your personal page, I'd be interested in knowing, in your stories, how many views are you getting in your stories? Um, when I'm on vacation, we get down there 20. You know what I'm saying? 20,000 views yeah, in your stories. Yeah, but during a day, like a regular day, it's like 15, 15. I never noticed that. Double on your stories. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> People be tuned in. Yeah. Okay. Neo. So, yeah, you're so posting. I want y'all to say, write these three things down when you're posting. Quick question, because I'm, I'm curious to know. 
Uh, how many people here, since you've been here, you at least posted 10 stories? Raise your hand. Make, make some noise if you posted 10 stories. Only you. Yes, that's pretty good. How many people posted at least a couple times on your page since you've been here? Right. So the idea that everyone should be posting. So yeah, when you're they posting. Capping. They capping. Yeah, I know the cap. So some I'm, of y'all capping. <laughs> some of y'all capping. <laughs> so when, just, when I'm, I'm just posting, being a practitioner. Okay, I just want to, I'm taking the game right now. Okay, go ahead. Neil said post. So it's a couple things, right? You want to educate and inform and entertain. Like when I'm posting, those are the few things that I'm thinking about. How can I educate somebody? How can I inform? How can I entertain? And for me, how can I inspire? Because for me, I need people to understand. For y'all who do or don't know me, my dad been in jail since I was two, kicked out of high school, college, fired from 10 jobs from West Philly. I need somebody to think like, oh, crap. If Nehemiah can do that with no credentials, no college education, no father, no nothing, that means I can do it. So when I'm posting, I'm thinking about that individual who's looking at this like, oh, crap, that dude came from nothing, was able to make this happen. I can do that, too. Everyone here, you have to get good at sharing your story. You see what you say? We're sharing stories all day. I'm trying to inspire and educate people on everything that I'm doing. And when you begin to do that, you're going to gain trust from people. People are going to want to do business with you. But a lot of you are doing so good at what you do, but no one knows what you do. So it's like it's, if you're not using social media to your benefit right now, you're, you're, you're losing time. So I'm going to say that again. Make a point today to post. Make it a point today to share stories. Make it a post today to just start letting the world know that you're here and you're here to stay. So one good post recommendation to everybody here should do a reintroduction post because none of you guys are going to return to your city the way you came. You're going to be better. You're going to be smarter. You're going to make more money. You're going to be living a certain type of life. So you need to allow people to get to know the new you because 2021 is your year. Yo, Neil, I need need you to talk real quick because I don't know if they they caught the, the infomercial strategy, but ever since I've used it, I've seen my income jump. So can you walk through that real quick? Yeah, so most people's not going to do it uh, because uh, I'm posting too much. Like, Marcus said, yo, bro, you post too much. I don't care. <laughs> Me, per- I, I, don't, I don't, one, I don't care what no one say. I'm going to do what I'm going to do what I want to do in general. But if every night I could post this for three times, four times, and wake up with an extra thousand, two thousand, few applicants, for me, it's worth it. So one of the things I recommend people do is go ahead. Anybody seen the infomercial before? They've been running them our entire life on TV. I'm assuming because they're generating billions of dollars. No one is going to keep running something that doesn't work. So what I'll say every night, you could just do one or two posts a night, selling whatever your product is overnight. People are trying to get better at night. They're trying to get out their situation at night. They're trying to just see what can I do tonight. So a lot of times I wake up like, yo, I saw that story. I, I woke up and I just had to buy it. So I recommend everybody just post a few times overnight. We use the soft, we use Hootsuite, so you don't got to manually do it. You don't got to stay up all night and post. Like, it posts on itself, and then in the morning, you archive the post. Say that app again. Uh, Hootsuite, and then you can use a, so our VA do all the posting, and then she do all the archive. So by the time we wake up, it's gone. So overnight, it's like, if you were asleep, you didn't see it anyway. But those people were up, you know, you get oh, paid. And I, call, I called you the other day because I sent... I think I sent you a DM, and uh, that's some new stuff, bro. Yeah, no, yeah, because because you got you got to get that game. I sent I sent him a DM, and then like almost like a questionnaire popped up, like, "Yo, do you want to do you want to buy my e my ebook or something like that?" I called him immediately. I said, "What is going on?" You want that, right? Can you share? 
Yeah. I should, so <laughs> we all need to know. Is this like a sexual DM? I texted Neo yesterday. I text. I'm looking right at Neo. I'm trying to laugh at somebody's shoes. He's sitting at a table across from me. I texted Neo yesterday. I he did not have his phone in his hand, and it texted me back automatically. I said, "Are you looking at him?" <laughs> What you doing out here, Neil? Yeah, the game. Come on, please. You no, know, so for so. me, I get a lot of DMs, like I'm sure everyone do, right? So I'm trying to automate as much stuff as possible. So now when you come on my DMs, like I, we got a software that we're using where it responds to comments, responds to stories. It's called what? I'm saying it's the software that we use. I know. What'd you say? Yeah, what'd you say? Called, it's called nothing. It's not called nothing. I, I set you up. You can't even, you can't even get the software. That's why You can't even get it. So don't. It's it's on beta test. So anyway, responding to comments. Hold on, are you building it? Huh? You building it yourself? I, no, I didn't build it. No, I didn't build it. I, somebody yeah, don't let this man question you to death, man. You see how you do it right here? So we get these answers. More of the story is the software do all the work. It responds. It answers. It's a bot. It does respond to comments, respond to stories, do all that work. So for me, if I'm getting all these DMs that's not being responded to, now they're being responded to. Gotcha. So I want to auto it? as much stuff as possible. Can I use it or? I got you, bro. Thanks, I appreciate it. I got you. All right, so um, Marcus, um, and, and the question is for all of you. What I what I'd be interested in knowing is the journey in numbers. The journey in numbers. So I don't know how far back you can remember, or if you feel you know comfortable sharing. Neo, tucking your chain and sitting the mic. You did okay. Let me give me a chain. So um, um, yes. I don't know, how, you know, if, if we can remember back 2015, then 16, then 17. Because I think it's important to, like, know the journey, right? And I don't know if you're comfortable sharing, you know, what's going on right now in terms of financially. But anybody, I'd love to hear the journey because I think people think it just happens overnight. Nah, so... Um... It's definitely you, Marcus. Oh, it's good. definitely you. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping it wasn't. I knew it was too. You I'm looked at me, I'm, I'm tough, bro. Um, <clears throat> over the years, what happened was I remember starting out, starting my business, and I was playing. It, it was just like something to do on the side. And then I said, oh, well, you know, I really can do this. And the goal was to make $100,000 a year. I don't know where that number come from, but I think everybody has that goal is that we make hundred thousand dollars a year. We successful. What year was this? Where you now? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. So, golly, I'm going. I want to make a hundred thousand a year. So I'm trying to figure out how to balance it. And do and I'm it. sorry. Last question: How much did you make that year? Or like, where was what, what was your situation that year where you wanted to make a hundred? Twenty fifteen. I probably was making about. 30, 40,000, probably about 40,000 dollars a year. I remember so just six years ago, you were making 30, 40,000. Yeah. And then I turned it up the next year. And in 2016, I started working harder, but I was only, you know, it was it was me. So I'm like, yo, I don't, I did different kind of businesses and hustles. You know, when we growing up, we was using Craigslist and stuff like that for marketing and stuff started getting obsolete. And so I started learning social media and putting stuff on social media. So as I'm running my business at the time, I'm still, you know, investing in real estate, you know, trying to go out and buy properties and just flip my money right. And um, I started getting close to about that $100,000 a year in about 2016. And 
it was okay. And in 2017, I started discovering like trade lines and, and, and start how to leverage credit and I'm starting to figure it out. And it, it started to grow. And I go, I was trying to get my credit together to build other businesses and invest. Start helping people with credit to be a side hustle to kind of start helping me make money since I knew what to do. I started making money off of it. I started doing trade lines. And I, y'all know the y'all know the story, right? It's like, bro, if I'm making over six figures doing this, I ain't going nowhere. So I continued to kind of like still play with real estate. It's all I knew. Like real estate, we had a tax office, um, my credit repair company. So this is what I was doing, those things that I could control. So then I started, it was a hundred thousand, and it started going up to like two, two fifty. So I'm like, okay. I'm at a real good place. Um, what year is this? About 2017, 2017, 2018. So about 2017, 2018, about 20, a quarter 2017, million. 2017, it started getting, it started getting good. It was okay. So, 20. yo, real quick, I, I just want, I want y'all to like, if you're following the story, 30, 40,000, how many? Well, I mean, you don't have to raise your hand, but a lot of us make 30, 40,000 with the right information, a little bit of work ethic. In a couple of years, we can get to quarter million. Yo, that's like 10x your income. Yeah. 8x, 10x your income, no matter where you are right now. And that's why I just want to go through these journeys because I believe everybody was there at one point. And if you can see it from the stage and say, oh, I'm at that marker. Now at least I have something to chase. Okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. So I stayed there um, for a while. I was stagnant because... Life was good, right? Where I come from, life was good. I owned, I owned my own home. We had like investment properties. I, I was able to drive nice cars. I was able to take my family. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Disney World, you know, it, life was good. Life was okay. Um, one of my friends was like, he showed me somebody on Instagram private jets and stuff. And I said, 
I'm like, yeah, excuse me. What the fuck is that? Right? I'm looking going, damn, this, this shit look fun. Right? So I'm like, I never thought about going like having fun with like the, the flashy stuff. My thing was nobody knew I drove nice cars at home, but I didn't want to tell nobody what I was doing. Like, I hit a lick. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody else getting money like that that I knew. So I was like, yo, life is good. I ain't telling nobody. So I'm looking, and I'm like, okay. We go to the, the conference when I met Alex, right? And I'm in the room, literally. Alex, Alex loved to tell the story. I love it. You want me to <laughs> tell it? You want me to tell it? I'm going to tell it, right? Okay. Um, I went to Masters of the Game. These dudes is, is like, what, I'm, what my goal was, they was making it a month. How much was Masters of the Game? How much did you Masters of the Game was $1,000 a month, 12000 a year. 12000 a year. 12000 a year, $1,000 a month. But they and had to pick you. You couldn't just... Sign up and pay to be in it. They had to yeah. uh, pick you. They had to pick you, right? And so I did my application. I remember having a conversation. You know, I'm going to shoot the breeze with the best stuff. So I get in, boom. And I'm in there. And at the time, I'm probably making about 200000 a year. And I'm going, these dudes are making 50000 a month, 60000 a month. One dude got three estates multi-million dollar estates, three of them. And he was like, yeah, I just don't got time to sell them. And I go, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going home. It was so heavy. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not ready to be in this room. I got work to do. But one thing I took out of it, like I tell people is this, watch when you go in rooms, be selective of what you take out. You don't need everything, right? And so I always go in rooms just to take out a handful of things. I need a few pieces of information and a few relationships. One of the relationships I took was this one. One of the pieces of information I took was if you find out a way to feed your family and you don't share that with another man, you're selfish. Mm. It took me months to, to do it, though. I wasn't telling nobody. My life was okay. If I tell you what to do, you're going to mess it up for me. Mm. It was just, that was realistically my mentality. So... When Eric Thomas said it, like, you, you can't be selfish, tell somebody else what to do. And I, I looked at it, and then I remember um, 2017, December, I had my daughter, right? When I had my daughter, I was just like, because when I was at Master of the Game, my wife was pregnant. So when I had my daughter, and I looked at the fact that she came home to a home that we owned, I, I felt a sense of pride looking at my daughter, being able to do everything with her, I was prideful and I go, damn, what would it feel like if I couldn't do this for my child? Mm. So at that point, I said, okay, I'm willing to start helping people. And so when I started helping people, what my goal for the year was became my goal for a month. So I started making a hundred, two hundred thousand a year. When I started serving people and people started getting results, I started making two hundred thousand, a hundred thousand dollars a month. And I'm going, whoa, Shit, this is different. It scared me. I'm like, I remember calling my Did it wife. Scare you? Listen, y'all ever got scared? Like the Absolutely. money started, got scared. Let me explain it. I I remember, and I'm you know I'm a worker, so I'm like I remember doing all my consultations. I'm in the office, and then I'm doing all my my mentorship calls. And my wife's like, "You think you're gonna be coming home at midnight?" I said, Fucking nine thousand dollars a month. I'll come home tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and you know where I'm at. You can see it. I'm on my story showing I'm in the class in the office, right? And 
I was making $90,000 a month out of an office I probably paid $150, $200 a month for, right? Still got the office, right? But my business started growing because I started serving people. And I realized that I was helping people and I was making $100,000, $200,000 a year. When I started helping people become successful and, and better serving them, I started getting better served by the universe. It went from $100,000, and I started making $100,000 a month. I remember hitting at $200,000 a month, but I was at a stagnant place. Marketing, value content. It's one of the reasons I kind of started growing. My business started growing because of Neo. And then we start having mastermind calls about systems. And I realized, how can I better help more people? What do I need to do to get my business in front of more people? Well, me, I was doing my mentorship. Everybody, all my mentees that know is that when I was doing the mentorship, doing my live calls, it took up all my time. Alex would call me and be like, damn, you still doing all those calls? Man, you need to automate that. And I'm like, nah, I like connecting with the people, talking to people. And I started realizing that my waiting list was so long, it's like, yo, bro, it's, it's, it's a few hundred people sitting here waiting. And you just got to keep telling them no. Like, y'all got to wait. Y'all got It's people in here that know. Y'all got denied and was like, you got to wait till next month, right? And I go, okay, I'm going to change it. I just had to put the systems together. And putting the systems together, being able to serve people, helped me take it to a whole new level. And I, I, I think I'm seeing the journey from 30,000. Uh, you, you get some information. Then you get in a room, and then you start doing well, and then you get in a in a room where people are doing even better, and then the systems, mm-hmm. and then the relationships, and then serving. But I think everybody wants to do it all right now, and because they can't do it all right now, it's so frustrating that they quit and say, you know what, let me just drive Uber. Quit won't speed up the process. Say it again? Quit won't speed up quit the process. Quit won't speed up the process. Journey. So about six years between 30,000 and today. Round of applause on that. Six years. Yeah. So in six years, in six years, I went from $30,000 to an eight-figure business. An eight-figure empire. From 30,000 to eight figures in six years. Is that possible for you? Does he have anything that you don't? Back of 30,000? Leo. Yeah, I want to. I want to do mine in a different way. I think it will be important. So I've been a full time entrepreneur the last fourteen years. I don't know another way. Like I don't. I don't know how to four one k fill out an application. I knew none of that stuff. And I, I say to my friends, I talk to Josh, just my wife, I'm like the first seven years in my business, I, I've been doing things I had no business doing. Like what? I had a fruit truck. I did junk removal. I did moving. Like, I did all type of stuff. <laughs> and I said I didn't have no business doing it. But that's all I knew at the time because I didn't have a mentor. Mm. I didn't have nobody teaching me about credit. I didn't have nobody teaching me about real estate. I didn't have any of those things. So In those pro- seven years, what was the most you made in those seven years? Um, probably, like, so I had a demo company. So we were getting good contracts, like 60 grand sometimes, But because I, I, I ended up getting a mentor. But probably like a hundred, maybe, if that. Over a seven-year period. Meaning not not cumulative. Yeah, yeah, like for some sure, years sure. might have been a hundred, some years might have been 20, some years might have been 30. I'm okay. I'm that guy. I'm okay when you give me 30 grand a year 
and I'm working for myself than getting 40 grand and I'm working for somebody else. Like I'll take, I'll take less all day. Because what, what people gotta understand is you control your time. Like that's the most you it's not replenishable. You can't get more of it. Once it's depleted, you can't. Yo, let me go back to yesterday real quick. You can't. So it's so important that people got to understand, what can I do to control my time, even though I make less? So just to give you an idea, those first seven years, I was just doing a bunch of stuff because I had no mentor. So what I tell people, yo, try to find a way to get a mentor as quickly as you can. That's why everyone is here for markets, right? Get a mentor as quickly as you can, but start learning skills. Like I talk about trucking, that's been around forever. Options, somebody told me, yo, options has been around I don't know how many years options have been around, but none of this stuff is new under the sun. So we got to find a way. How can we get there quicker? But when I, when my income really started to change, you remember when we was hovering around the same amount of followers? Why you keep bringing that story up, man? You be bringing it up. No, you brought it up just now. I didn't mean it like that. Hey, but you, man. You, I didn't mean it like that. But <laughs> I started investing more in myself and more in my personal development. So my income changed as a result of me getting new information. Oftentimes, we don't get new information because we're the smartest people in our team and in our circle. Mm. So you are never going to grow if you're the smart. If you're the smartest person on your circle, you're not in the circle. You're actually in the cage. So for those seven years, I was in a cage because I just didn't know. You don't know what you don't know. So my journey over the last four years has grew crazy, but I'm constantly investing in myself. So pretty much seven years of kind of just doing this and that. Whatever I think can make me some money. Then you get a mentor. Yeah. And then the next four years explode. But what did that mentor say? And how'd you find the mentor? It, I had multiple mentors. Still to this day, I got 10, I got mentor in every area of my life. One in this business, one in that business. You can't get everything from one person, essentially. So I go here to learn a bunch of things. My friends are my mentors. I call it friend tours. I, I learn from everybody on the stage. Because you do something that I don't, everyone here does something that I don't do. So I can learn that from you, right? So I say that to say, um, it really started changing when I really start making personal development a, a, a core focus. I go to events every month. I don't even feel like going. My wife, seven months pregnant, I just went to Vegas. I didn't feel like going to Vegas, but I realized what one piece of information can do. So when you start putting information, like information changes situations, that, that crap is real if you use it. That's why me and Josh here, we go to every conference we could go to. We don't miss one. But that's why we start generating more income over and over and over because we learning something that other people don't learn. I love it. I love it. Y'all taking notes? <laughs> y'all know I'm going to ask y'all what y'all learned today, right? At the end of this, y'all do understand that, right? Okay, good, good, good. So in a nutshell, you'll get there a lot quicker with the right information that's supplied. Most people won't apply it, though. That's a fact. That's a fact. This is two weeks out. Just, quick story on the journey. You ain't always been rich, right? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> So my 2015 looked like this. Um, I had a trucking company. I've been in the trucking for 12 years prior. You said 2016. 2015. 15, gotcha. He, he exposed me to trucking. Yeah, he I was, put you on the trucking. A lot of people don't know. He exposed me to it. Oh. Like he was the first person I knew personally that was in it. You know what I'm saying? But he, yeah, first meeting. I'm sitting there with him. But um, so I was doing the trucking. I was making six figures, making good money. Um, so to answer that part of the story, when you say doing trucking, like the AC and Willers. I had box trucks. Box trucks. And I was doing like hard ass work, like furniture. Yeah. He was actually driving the truck. I was driving the truck, <laughs> getting out, hooking up washing machines. Oh, you drive shit. the truck and get the drive stuff it, off the truck. Get and out. Put the stuff back in the truck. Put the cord on it. Machines. Put the shit on my back, all that. Jeez. So I did that from, I was a young stud. Hell, I started doing it when I was 18. 
And when I was able to get my own truck under my, you know, my own authority at 22 or something like that, I did that from 22 to 32 or whatever. You know what I mean? So I just kept doing that. Um, the opportunity presented itself for me to um, buy into a gym. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. And I was like, okay, cool. I do that. I do both. I got two trucks. I do, you know, whatever. So I started doing the gym and the gym was failing. I hate to fail. And I was having such a damn good time training people and seeing people lose weight. I got addicted to the results. Um, but I came to a crossroad where the trucks were failing without me physically being on them. Mm -hmm. So I had to make a decision um, to pick passion over paycheck. Mm -hmm. So hold on. You're driving the trucks. Then you say, okay, I'm going to try to put it in, hire some people to drive. Yeah. Then do the gym. And then I guess both of them start teetering. Yeah. Right? So the gym was actually doing good. But I had business partners, and I took a salary, $500 a week, for the gym. Mm. And like I say, the trucks was giving me a hassle, so I had to make, I came to a crossroad where I had to go lead a gym or the truck. Gotcha. So I had to have a conversation with my wife, like, I ain't getting back in that damn truck. <laughs> I think I'm dope enough of a trainer from the results that I'm getting from these people that I can crank this shit up. But I need you as my wife, to understand they're coming to get this damn Mercedes tomorrow. They're coming to get that shit. Shout out to Big Lonnie. Hold yeah. it down. Shout out to Big Lonnie. Big Lonnie. <laughs> we had to do some scaling back. A lot of people scared of that shit, though, man. A lot of, a lot of people scared to take them L's. A lot of people scared to be in the bins. And then you and your Ford, your mama's old car, all that shit. I had to go through that. You know what I'm saying? But I saw it was a little light at the end of the tunnel. I just knew if I just kept going, kept going. Plus, I put my back against the wall. So I said, the hell with the trucks. I picked passion over paycheck. Get my ass up 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm doing the um, gym thing, right? Um, but with me missing that lifestyle, like I said, I've been a boss. I've been making money. But for this one whole year, I made $25,000 that whole year. What year is this? 2015. 2015. And I was so sick and tired of that shit that I seeked out so much information and I was trying to do other things I seen everybody else doing. I'm like, shit, if he could do it, I'm doper than him. I can do it. So I'm on Instagram one day and I see a, tr a, a gym owner that owns a gym down the street from mine. And I'm on his page and I'm like, he all right, he all right, he all right. Then my stupid ass started liking pictures. <laughs> I'm like, damn, he interesting as hell. I'm looking at all his pictures in the woods and shit, you know what I mean? I'm just liking pictures. And he was like, homie, what up? G. Bryant. My business partner. So, um, you know, long story short, he told me what he had going on. Like, I got an online program. And I make, I've made $8,000 in a month before. No, he said I made $4,000 in a month before. 
He said together, I believe we can make eight. We both got 40,000 followers. So well, he was making 4,000. He was making 4,000. If we come together, we could probably, you can at least double. We can make eight. So we came together. We called our program uh, RI28, results in 28 days. Did a 28-day program. And when we launched it, we made $8,000. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> Uh-oh, that eight felt good. And you didn't have to train nobody for that. Listen, we just shot our videos, boom, boom, boom. So I remember this to a T because the next part of the story is when I brought in an um, a influencer. So me and G, we grew that business for the next four months, I believe, by 54%. So we went from 8,000, 12,000, 19,000, 36,000. So within four months, we made $36,000. But I'm the type of person that's like, all right, this shit on fire, throw some more gasoline on it, let's bring the bills, the whistles, call everybody. So I'm training Jocelyn Hernandez from Love & Hip Hop. And Jocelyn want me to go to the club and come out and party, birthday, all that shit. I ain't never do none of that with her. But I did say, listen, I need your audience. So sometimes people, we got businesses and shit, right? You might have a business, great idea, a million dollar idea, but you don't have an audience. Your cousin got a hundred thousand damn followers, but you don't want to split the pot with your cousin because it's your idea, it's your baby and shit like that. Well, I didn't have time for that. I was in a rush. I needed all, I needed all the smoke right then and there. So I told Jocelyn to play, showed her the bank receipt. She said, I'm in. So we, was at, we made $36,000 before her. The contract said we had to at least make $45,000 the following month or the deal is off because we were going by 54%. We know our numbers. Man, we put Jocelyn in the mix. That shit went to $66,000. Mm. The next month, we went to $120,000. And since then, back in 2016, we've never went up under $120,000. Mm. Come on. That business. But 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 but, but you, you left something out. He said, "2015, hey, wifey got to be comfortable with them coming to take this bench." Facts, facts. So, two, two, 2000, 2015, I made twenty five thousand the whole year. Come on. Two thousand sixteen, we was making twenty five thousand on a boring ass Friday. Big difference. Short period of time. And I think people are only looking at the short period of time, but they mm -hmm. didn't see you, one, make the decision and say, all right, I'm willing to give up this money. I'm going to go all in on this training. Mm -hmm. They didn't see the years of you driving trucks, pick up the load, put it on the truck, come back. They don't see the work ethic that's been developed, right, over a long period of time. And I think a lot of people in the crowd are in that space of, I'm, I'm doing the labor. And that's okay because it makes something of you. Because mm -hmm. now, now it's just a digital product. If you use that same work ethic to that, you're out of here. Facts. I've always been a good worker. Like, I've always been, like, the chart, the number one. Like, I'm always trying to be the best at work. Me and Alex got close. We working at a telemarketing job, making $7 an hour. Mm -hmm. But it was commissioned if you go crazy. So with some boys from New York, they used to work two shifts. And they used to, with G-checks. Yeah. They used to make $1,000 a week. And I don't know how the hell I got into Alex shit, but it was a challenge of some sort. This is how we became best Listen, friends right here. This uh, right a challenge here. of some sort. And his cubicle next to my cubicle, we like this. And um, the boys was, whatever, the challenge presented itself. And me and Alex was like, shit, let's lock in. We put them headphones on, and we literally was making like 
$200 a day from $7, making that $36 a day, whatever the shit it was, we end up making like quadruple that, just locking in together side by side. What's this like, man? Like like snapshot of call center seven an hour, now like multi-million dollar bill. What is that feeling? I would like like to start my story from that. Proceed, go ahead, go for it now. It's funny, I'm sitting next to you and he was sitting to my left. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Years ago, while we were making seven dollars an hour, we had this little cubicle, and we we said to each other, "We gonna we gonna beat them this week." Cause they was always getting the most numbers in the telemarketing spot. We locked in. We said, "Look, this week we gonna lock in. We gonna do it." And we did it. We beat them, and we made our first thousand dollars in one week. This is seven dollars an hour job. So a thousand dollars back then a week was like amazing to us. You know what I'm saying? But once that happened, once I tasted blood, it was over from there, right? So. My journey, man. So from the seven dollars an hour to I'm gonna start with the uh, when I first got in the trucking game in 2012. A lot of people know my story. I fell on my ass, like lost every dollar to my name because I had the box trucks, and at that time the market wasn't ready for box trucks. It wasn't a lot of volume for that type of truck. So I lost 38 grand that first 11 months, and I'm out of business. Mm. I come back in business 2013, 18 wheeler, right? I start with two. Starting to get a little traction. I made a little profit. It wasn't crazy. 2015 is when I really started making uh, some really, really good profits. The market went into a good swing. And um, I was making about, shoot, well, I had three trucks at that time and I was making about 50 to 60 grand profit per year per truck. That's when I began consulting once I started like making profits. And um, And we use this? This was 2015. 2015. So I scaled up to, to 10 trucks. It's on my page right now. You see me on, on and it was a story where I showed all my trucks. And I, it was like the big, I got 10 trucks now, right? And that was 2017. 2017, the market went crazy for trucking. Uh, I was talking to my accountant, Sam, shot to my financial ID. I was talking to my accountant yesterday. That was the first year I did seven figures with just my trucks, right? Ooh. I didn't even know because we was just working so hard. It wasn't until we did my tax returns. She was like, hey, you know you did 1.2. I was like, really? I, I just was working. I wasn't looking at the score, but I wasn't really on top of my numbers at that point. So that was the first year I made seven figures on paper with my trucks, right? So, thank you. So, 2018, I did it again, right? This is all documented. I did it again, another, another seven-figure year. Now I'm like, okay, I, I see what's possible in trucking. Like, now it's time to take it to the next level. But what happened was I was at 10 trucks at this point, but a part of my fleet was owner-operators. A lot of people who are familiar with trucking, you know what owner-operators. These are people who own the trucks, right? They own their own trucks, but they lease up under your authority. So I don't necessarily have to buy the trucks, but I can put them under my umbrella and I can make money with them. I give them, I get 20%, they get 80%, right? So I had about, at this point, about five owner-operators that made up my 10, uh, my 10 trucks. So I'm making at least $1,000 to $1,500 a week off of trucks that I don't own. The driver had to pay his truck note. The driver got to pay his insurance, right? And, um, and pre- pretty much I'm getting $1,000 to $1,500 just really to just do payroll. So um, it got to a point, y'all, where the money was getting good, but the headaches was rising for me. Meaning that these dudes, you ever hear somebody say, like, yo, no, nobody will run your business better than you? I realized that these people were running up under my authority, but they didn't care about it like I cared. They were getting tickets. They were breaking the law. 
Uh, one dude was smoking weed in my trucks. Like it was getting, it was like a lot of headaches. And this is at a point where my consultation business is getting crazy. Like I'm getting more clients, but I'm stressed out dealing with my truck. So I made a hard decision. Like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get rid of all the owner operators. So I got rid of them. All money ain't good money. Right? So I got rid of all the owner operators. Yeah, I'm making a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars a week, but y'all are getting tickets, y'all are messing up my safety score, and then y'all move on to another company and y'all left me with the with the burden, right? So I got rid of them. Then two of my trucks got into an accident. My first two trucks that I bought, I was so in love with these trucks. It's on my page, Snoop, my blue truck, and um Ice Cube was my little white truck, right? I named all my trucks by rappers, right? So y'all listen, man, my consultation starts blowing up, yo, right? Client after client, testimonial after testimonial. And now I'm down from 10 trucks to three. And I'm like, man, I'm like, okay, should I go ahead and buy more trucks? But I was like, right now I'm serving, I'm helping the people. I already, I already did seven figures. I said, you know what? Let me just focus on the people for a while and take a little break. I bring Rob on. I duplicated myself. What's my three core principles in business, y'all? Master. Say it again. Master, duplicate, and scale, right? So I duplicated myself and Rob. That was the best decision I made in my entire life, y'all. Because now he was able to take our fleet, but also take over my dispatching service. So y'all, I started the dispatching service. Now I got all these trucks that I'm dispatching for on behalf of other trucking companies, and I'm making 10% off of the gross. So from there, I went from five trucks to now we're almost at 100 trucks on my dispatching service. Mm. Right? So think about dispatching as like what an air traffic control person is to um, airplanes, right? They handle the day-to-day operations, the negotiations, um, they the pick up times, pick up addresses. So literally, it's like a concierge service to save my clients time. Everybody that gets in trucking ain't got time to be booking loads and dealing with drivers all day. So we solved the problem. So we created this dispatch service, and now I'm dispatching all these trucks, and I hire people up under me. So now I got 10 dispatchers, 11 dispatchers that work up, up under Rob now. This is the best money I make right now. This is one of my favorite money right now because I'm helping people. The more money I get the clients, the more money we make. So I was on live the other day, David, and um, I did the math finally. And off of all the trucks, I did a 10% commission. That's what we get paid. I give my dispatchers 4%. I give my cousin who runs the whole operation for me 2% to oversee everything, and I get 4%. So I'm making $20,000 a week off of trucks that I have no liability for. Right? So that's that. Fire. Hey, y'all. So check this out, right? So multiple ways to skin a cat. I want y'all to understand you have to diversify within your industry first before you start jumping into other industries. And that's what I did, right? So I got my trucking company. I got the dispatch service. I got the consultation company. Now I got the courses now. I ain't never talked my numbers before in public, yo. Leave it up to David, (laughs) right? I ain't never talked my numbers before. So listen, y'all. I went from doing one-on-one consultations and I was charging $10,000 a client. Had a waiting list, and I told in February of 2018, I had a waiting list till December at $10,000 client because I would only take five to seven clients a month. I met ET, ET, and CJ told me, Hey, look, we love what you're doing, we see what you're doing, but you're stretching yourself thin. In order for you to reach the masses, you have to put this stuff online. I'm not a computer person, I was terrified about doing this. I'm like, Am I gonna get the same results? But I did it. I spent six months in my room, me and my ex. Right? Shout out to V. I spent six months in my room. We put this course together, y'all. 
Keep in mind, there was not another trucking course online anywhere. It wasn't a blueprint. It wasn't nothing for me to copy. Right? Pioneer, y'all. Pioneer. It wasn't enough for me to copy. I literally had to bet on myself, y'all. October 5th of 2018, we dropped the portal. It was a complete blueprint on how to get into the trucking industry, but not only just getting into the game, on how to maximize and stay in business. That was my goal, y'all. My first month, we did $29,000, right? I called CJ, hype, like, yo, bro, we did $29,000. He's like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean, right? If you know CJ, oh, for sure. right? He wasn't impressed. He was like, that'll be the, he said, that would be the smallest amount you ever make in a month again. Mm. Mm. Never Kept serving, that. kept serving. I got another phrase. I want to see who really rocks with me in here right now. If you over deliver, you'll be what? You'll be overcompensated. Y'all, I just kept at it. I kept adding value. I kept adding stuff to the portal. Results started happening. Testimonials started happening, y'all. We went from getting, a, our quota was 15 signups a month. Me and B laugh about this every day. Our quota was 15 sales a month. We just wanted 15 people to sign up a month. Um, so we went from $20,000, 30 to 50,000 a month. Um, right now we're averaging anywhere from seven to 800,000 a month off my courses. Wow. Nasty. Wow. Y'all can clap a little harder than that. I need you to clap like that. You giving the numbers to your business. But that's, that's why I like the story because we got a snapshot of someone making $750 an hour with a little bit of work, that work ethic, focus. I remember a couple years ago, Alex was saying, I think, you know, people's in his ear about real estate. He's like, ah, not right now. Nah, shout, shout out to Purdue Card. If you're following the story on how he's like, I have to let go of a stream of income. I have to let go of a stream of income to focus here. Jason said, I had to let go of a stream of income to focus. Yeah, I don't know what happened in 2016, but golly, like, what albums came out in 2016? <laughs> things have, sh- things have changed. Just no one's talked to me. Um, and it's so cool because I know the story. Like, I. <laughs> I mean, we, I think I met him when I was 17, 18. Yeah, 17, 18. I, it was funny, when I was on stage, I was just telling Jason, I was like, dang, we getting old, bro. Because I remember <laughs> when we was kids, you know. In um, the audience, like, looking at the people on stage, like, oh my gosh, they make six figures. I know, that's crazy. <laughs> like, dang, they make a lot of money. Um, my story was a little different, uh, but kind of similar to Neo. I didn't go to, uh, to college. Uh, I went, I just got kicked out. Oh, you got kicked out? <laughs> <laughs> what I you mean kicked out for? I didn't even stepped out. Hanging around the wrong people. I can't believe you get kicked out of anything. Did anybody up here go to college? I went for a little bit. Like get a degree? I went for 30 days. Yeah. So I think I think what's interesting. I think what's interesting. Hold on, nobody you ain't go, Marcus? Huh? You graduated? I went. I would just go only play basketball. Nobody graduated though. Nobody graduated? <laughs> go to nobody class. Graduated. So I, I think I think drop out. Look yeah. at y'all. Look at us. I think I think it's <laughs> crazy <laughs> because if you look at it, all of us, if we were to go into the job force today, would only be worth what? Eight dollars, nine dollars an hour? I'm Based on what damn, I never thought about society so tells us yeah. that we're worth. And so my philosophy when it came to entrepreneurship was, even though I didn't go to college, I still needed education. Mm. And so my approach has always been, a lot of people go broke spending money and trying to save. I went broke investing. Mm. I went broke investing in myself. So it's times now, like my bank account would be at nothing. But I got money, you know what I'm saying? And so I had this philosophy that, 
even young, I was like, I would be making 500 a week, 1,000 a week, and then I go buy this. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know, training, I need to go spend $1,000 to go get some. I'm like, dang, that makes no sense at all. But I had this approach of like, most people are spending a lot of money for college. And they're not making any money for what, four years? Some people, six years. And so I took that same approach with entrepreneurship. So I started off in network marketing when I was 18 years old. Uh, then I started doing door-to-door sales. So we're doing stuff like AT&T, Verizon. I got better with my communication skills, taking rejection, having tougher skin. Um, and then uh, I started a business-to-business uh, -business sales company. That was my first taste of making. I was like 21. My first taste making fifty thousand, sixty thousand a month, that type of deal, um, and then so at twenty one, you're making fifty thousand a month. Yeah, I mean gross and sales, mm. you know, but you still got to pay people. You start learning stuff about business. How much did you get to keep? I was twenty five, thirty thousand. Yeah, I was still, I was still doing good. Um, but uh, then I started a, a call center, and uh, that was like my taste of like real structure. So we had thirty employees, we had the cubicles, we had. I mean, we we would have to make you know, almost 20,000 a month to make zero. Uh, Cause you got to pay employees. You got to do all right. this kind of stuff. But I had this approach of like, I'm still going to invest into myself all the time. It's, it's always been a philosophy because I always knew it was going to work. I don't, I don't know if anybody here knows that. That's why I asked the question. Cause I think you got to know it's going to work. That's the only way some of this stuff makes any sense. And I'll throw out another thing to y'all. If y'all don't plan on seeing this thing through, you need to quit now. Because if you don't see it through, you'd be better off having a job, working 40 years, and getting retired. The only way you get the payoff if you see it all the way through. That's just my personal belief, right? And so I have friends. They went to school. You know, they, they did the college thing, and they ended up with a PhD, power high in debt, right? And <laughs> I, I didn't. <laughs> Say it again. I, I yeah, PhD, power high in debt. <laughs> Took a little second for the interview. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I didn't go to college, but I still got an MBA, massive bank account. You know, and, uh, the, the, the mindset, the mindset through this whole process was I've got to stay consistent because here's what I used to do. I would start something I would do OK and then I would switch and I would start something I would do OK and I would switch. And so to me, it's almost like planting a seed and you, you plant it for a couple months, you dig it up. And then every time I dig it up, what I got to do, I got to start the whole growing process all over. And so what I realized, I was doing a lot of different things and I would look back and I just had a whole bunch of holes of stuff that I had dug up over years. I just never let something sit and let it plant. And so I made a decision. Um, me and my buddies, we had started our own network marketing company in 2014. Uh, within our first year, we had a multi-million dollar company, did extremely well. And I was listening to everybody's story. And what's interesting in this, all of us had to make a leap and bet on ourselves. 
And that was me in 2017. I found out one of my business partners was trying to do something behind my back. And, you know, like when you break bread with people and you sit down with them, do stuff with their family, know their kids, and you find out they're trying to do something behind your back, it's, I can't, I can't rock with you no more. So I made a decision. I was making good money. And uh, I was like, I'm out. I sent him an email, sold my interest in the company. And I started from zero. Like, it was so no you title. You and your business partner built a multi-million dollar company. Right. And you left. I left. Yeah. Started from zero and uh, started doing what I'm doing now. And uh, that was my, I was excited because I was free. I could do what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it. I didn't have nobody checking on me. It was no restraints. And uh, literally 90 days, I hit like 10,000 a month. And what year was this? You left your partner's company? 2017. 2017. I uh, hit 10 grand a month in like 90 days. It was quick. But I had a lot of things go along the, uh, the, the process. I ain't get into that right now because I realized I can't go there right now. <laughs> right, right, right. But, uh, um, but I got in a lawsuit with him and a whole bunch of different things in, in this journey. Um, and I made a decision that I was still going to be investing. My mentor told me, he was like, we got to go to this Bob Proctor event. It was a couple thousand dollars. And I, I went there and it was one thing that I took away from that event. And he said, you got to send love to three people a day that was bothering you. And I don't know if anybody here got like a like a grudge with somebody or like, you know, somebody kind of motivate you a little bit. But like, I'm like, yo, I was doing stuff and I was like, yo, I'm about to kill him on this because low key, I'm petty. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, don't know, but, I don't know if anybody knows somebody petty. Like, I'm Real low key. Petty, really good at, you know, being petty. But I've, I've developed, you know what I'm saying? I get better at it. <laughs> um, but I didn't realize it because at that point, I didn't want to send love. Right. And I was I was like, I'm not praying for this dude. I'm not wishing him well. And uh, I did it. In that year, I was doing, it's crazy. I was doing the same work. I was doing the same, you know, traveling. I was doing all these presentations, but I realized my soul wasn't right because my heart wasn't right. Mm. And if your soul is not right, nothing's going to grow from it. Talk about it. And so I had to get me right inside. And so I'm saying this because some of y'all may need this because you, you're like, yo, I'm doing this stuff, but maybe you got some jealousy. Maybe you got some envy. Maybe you got some hatred. Maybe you hold on some stuff from a childhood or a bad relationship and your soil is just wrong. And so everything you're doing, even though what you're doing is right, when you're putting it inside of you, it's not going to work because your heart ain't right. And I always believe that sometimes it's not just the heart work, but it's the heart work that you got to fix. And so I had to fix my heart, uh, just being transparent with y'all. That year, y'all, that event was in January. I was making 10000 a month in January. By October that year, I was making over six figures a month mm. just from that switch. Mm. And I was like... And I was like, man, I thought I was driving myself by holding on to it. And then what it made me think about was how, how, how much was it costing me to hold on to that envy, that, that, that jealousy or that, that anger? It was really anger. I was like, I was going to show them up. And now I'm just like at peace and I, and I send them love. And so what I would say is like, listen, for you all, like invest into yourself. Go all, go all in on you. Because that's the best investment you can ever make. Everybody else up here has invested hundreds of thousands into themselves, into their businesses, into their brands. And you can't get rich trying to be cheap. You can't. Most people, they, they do that. They, they, they want to make a million dollars or 700,000 or multi-million, but they don't want to invest in stuff like this, but then go apply it. And so whatever this guy drops, whatever he promotes, whatever, like I would continue to invest because what you're going to notice is every level, and this is what I did. Just like in school, y'all know that everybody didn't go from ninth grade to 10th grade. Everybody didn't go from 10th grade to 11th grade. Everybody didn't go to college. And then from there, some people didn't graduate. The same thing is going to happen in any environment. You're going to have some people that start out, and then some people ain't going to make the leap to the next level. But then there's going to be people that do, and they become multimillionaires. 
And then those people, they invest, they get better, and then it's going to be another leap. And then those, some people won't do it, but some people will, and they continue to elevate. And so what you all are seeing here is people in their individual lives, every time it was time to make that leap, they decided to do it. And, you know, we're just proof that, hey, if we can do it, y'all can do it too. Wow, clap it up, clap it up. Look, man, I, I, I want everybody to uh, kind of get a, get a closing word together. But what's really cool is if you look at the stage and you kind of take a snapshot and close your eyes and you kind of think back of, you know, six years ago, Mark is making 30000 Jason's losing his car. I, Neil's on a food truck somewhere. And I know the story where he got money coming in, but not really profiting. Hmm. Right? You'll, you'll see Justin going through a lawsuit. Like, like really, really take, like, really think about these stories and the timelines and where it happened. And I need you to look at your own timeline. And I believe it'd be important to identify, like, finish the timeline. So your timeline might end at 2023. Where does that look? What does that look like? But you're somewhere. We got to stop making the excuses. We've all been through some crazy stuff. So um, we, we want to, uh, if, if I can get everybody to kind of close out in uh, 30 seconds, just give us a word, and then we'll take a picture, and uh, we'll give everybody a chance to um, stretch. But yeah. I'll say something real quick. It's I'll just go this way. Yeah, yeah, because the weekend of Marcus is, yeah. is, is his thing. Uh, first of all, y'all shout out Marcus for putting this whole thing together, right? Yes, sir. Big five. No, no, no. Big five. No, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Y'all, y'all just got the game. And he brought all of his friends to give you the game. I, I hope y'all really understand what's happening here. This is like, this, these are history makers here. Yeah. So you guys are going to take a picture and you'll see these people on the news. Imagine watching um, Bill Gates or Steve Jobs at a conference years ago and he's sitting there with his friends chopping it up. Imagine saying, yo, I was there. I remember. I, re- I, I seen that. I was at Recession Proof, 2021. One more time, Marcus Barney, please. Yes, sir. Yeah. Legend. Um, so, uh, starting there, I think I think uh, what I would say is just be grat- grateful for what you have, uh, but make room for what's coming. And so, that means I'm grateful for the house I got, the car that I got, whatever I have, but at the same time, you got to make room for what you want. So, like, man, some, y'all got to clean up some stuff. You got to Get your house together. You got to get your closet together. Because, like, if, if you're going if you're gonna have a new car, you got to make room for it in the garage. You got to be space for it. If you're going to have a new relationship, you got to clear out some stuff. You got to make room for it. If you're going to have better finances, some things you got to clear out and make room for it. And so what I would say is be grateful now for what you have, but make room for what's coming. For sure. Mr. Alex. <clears throat> um, I would say, like, man, stop doing what's popular. Stop doing... Um, you know, what everybody's doing and what it was cool. Um, I went against the grain, y'all. I went against the grain and I did something in an industry that wasn't popular, that wasn't sexy, um, you know, and it worked for me. I gave it a shot and it worked for me. And I just say like, whatever it is that you're good at, do it and just become an absolute beast at it. Become an absolute beast at it, man. You know what I'm saying? And um, just, just, just don't worry about what everybody else is doing because you can take something, you can own it, and you can make it yours, man, and take it to that next level. Stop. Jason. Um, It's quite obvious from our stories that nothing grows in the comfort zone, right? We always had our back against the wall before we just struck gold or before we just hit that home run. You know what I mean? So 
Um, my favorite quote is, you might want to write this down, still in my shit. Um, <laughs> focus on you until the focus is on you. Like everybody did the same thing. Everybody locked in and they focused on themselves. Marcus said he down there, hey, I'll be down here till tomorrow. We had to focus. So my advice to y'all is to focus on you until the focus is on you. Hey, I love it. I love it. Stop. Yeah, I want to just end, I want to actually end with an activity for my everybody stand up real quick. All right. And one of the most important things you probably could do is affirm positivity over your own life. Um, because you're going to go out in this world and so many people are going to tell you what's not possible. So many people are going to tell you what can't be done. And for me, over these last 14 years, I had laser focus vision on I'm going to make it happen, even if I don't know how I'm going to make it happen. So I need you guys all to understand that your current situation is not your final destination. Where you currently are, that's not where you'll always be. So on three, I need you guys to repeat after me. And, and I want y'all to take this activity and start doing it every day, affirming positivity over your life, right? So on three, and I want y'all to say it like y'all mean it. Don't worry about who's around you because whatever you focus on, that's going to happen, right? So on three, one, two, three, I'm powerful. I'm powerful. I'm a leader. I'm a leader. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I'm an achiever. I'm an achiever. I'm recession proof. I'm recession proof. Like y'all mean it, I'm recession proof. I'm recession proof. One more time, I'm recession proof. I'm recession proof. Clap it up for yourself, y'all. And we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships. Okay. So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is, um, the support is appreciated. Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.